0: September 26, 2019, and this is the What Is Jim Thinking podcast, episode... Thirteen. Thirteen. It's raining out. Pouring cats and dogs. Adam
1: could barely get from his car into the shed tonight. Well, I actually even walked the dog in this crap, and he wouldn't take a dump, and now he's soaking and I'm soaking. You walked the dog alone without... Without Jimmy? Yeah, I don't think anyone
0: wanted to be out in that rain. Right, and uh, Jimmy said he couldn't be there by 6.30, didn't he? Oh, did he? I didn't even look at the text. Is that what he said? I mean, I think that was what his problem was. Oh, the text.
1: I, I thought he meant that he couldn't be meet us at dinner at 6.30.
0: Right, and, and we said, no, dum-dum, you didn't read the text. <laughs> I like that. Um, so, since we last met, just last week, well, what's been going on?
1: Well, as you know, since you're in improv with us, that we were we are enjoying it immensely. And uh, we did a little skit ourselves on two guys that got stoned and were eating donuts. Right. Who
0: You know, we just hopped up on stage because we were such eager students. You know, we want to know. We were happy to be back in class, really, after missing a week.
1: I was excited all
0: day. I love improv and I love our podcast. Me too. And both these things go by so damn quickly, and that's when you know you're having fun. Amen, brother. And this night, we we got up on stage. We just hopped up there, you know, like we we're the best. We we're like, you know, the best students. We're not, and we're not. And we got up there, and someone hollered out, "What? Um, oh, oh, we were doing it by movie titles. We were at, two actors in a movie, and someone said, this is uh, two stone guys in a donut.'" that was our title that
1: was the title of our movie yeah oh and that's what we were acting out i guess yeah and i liked how at the end one of the guys that runs at charlie said wow i really don't feel like you were at, like you've done this before so i think i feel like you've done this before i know he kind of gave us the zinger there it was pretty accurate i yeah. mean i've eaten donuts and i've gone high before and i don't know if you've ever eaten donuts have you have I eaten donuts? Yeah, I've eaten donuts. I used to eat a lot of donuts. Yeah, but not in the last few years.
0: It's been a little while. Uh, when I went to Portland a month and a half ago, I had a, I had a couple donuts. While you were so high? Fucking good. No, I didn't, didn't get high then. Yeah. But I've been eating lots of edibles lately. Really? Yeah. Why? Just to help you sleep? Yes. And it's not, and it doesn't, I just have five milligrams and it feels, it just relaxes me.
1: I've been taking all these CBD uh, pouches, and I don't know if it's placebo or not, but I definitely feel more mellow. Like, I haven't been yelling at all.
0: Huh, that's that's interesting. I've never, uh, I could never tell a difference when I have CBD, but we've talked about this. I feel like half the people do, and half the people don't. Right. Right? But right. For me to really feel like something's happening, the THC needs to be in there. But I can't have too much, or i just not enjoying myself. But the reason I've been doing the edibles is our local pot shop finally opened. Oh, no way. Over in in Salisbury. Salisbury. Yeah. Yeah. So Amy and I went over there last weekend. We had the dog in the back of the car, and there was a cop in front of the shop, and it was like really locked down. Right. And friendly, but locked down like, you know how Amy is. She never orders off the menu. It's always off the menu. She always has seven questions. Right. You know what I mean? So that happened. (laughs) And, um, and I was, like, immediately, uh, doing, like, I, I just, like, okay, I, I'm, and I started, like, kind of walking around the place, or a couple pictures of cannabis plants and whatnot, and as soon as I got out of line and started walking off, I was asked, like,
1: how I was doing, sir. How are you doing, sir? Oh, yeah, they're strict. I once went on a dispensary thing with Jake, you know, a tour, and I told you three of the guys were packing heat out of the six, and they were all young and tatted up, and, it was like every every room that we went into had like a card, a key card thing. It was it was it was incredible security. What I'm curious about is how is it legal that you could have edibles there, but you can't have edible CBD here?
0: Well, you you confuse me about the supposed illegality of uh, CBD products because I feel like I've seen them even in gas stations.
1: Well, they're everywhere, but they're starting to pull them off the shelves. Just the edibles, like gummies and like the you know honey sticks and all this stuff. I know it's really weird. Anyways, I I don't know. I don't know, but I just want to say that um,
0: uh, I'm glad that it's legal. It definitely helps me sleep. I don't feel high because I have such a small amount, but it just it just relaxes me. That's awesome. Do you think Jim would
1: ever do marijuana?
0: Well, the the simple answer is no fucking way would
1: he ever do marijuana, ever. Or or an edible, if he was cognizant of it. Right. What if he wasn't? What if if we slipped an edible? How do you think he would react? Well, he surprised me one day when he said, um,
0: he told me like, he, he was telling me about one time when he had more than one beer. (laughs)
1: you know I know it's why is he forsaken like he can beat off 10 times a day but he's forsaken alcohol and drugs I have no idea
0: but what his conclusion was on that day that he had more than one beer or whatever he said and that's when I realized that that stuff just really isn't that good for you
1: who cares (laughs) like you know like life you know you know so what if it's not good for you it's part of living. Yeah,
0: you call calling the talking... What am I, what's the f- saying I want to use right now? you preaching to the choir?
1: I uh, preaching to the choir. Yeah. yeah, I just feel like, you know, why should he begrudge himself any kind of vices? Like, you only live once. Don't you want to have fun? Well, you know, like my mother, I know that when she was younger, I think she
0: liked to drink, but I think the person that she became as she got older, she didn't enjoy it because there was a loss of control. You know what I mean? Oh, she didn't, she didn't like that. She stopped drinking altogether. Some people, like, they cannot stand the idea of losing any
1: control. Oh, I love that. I do, too. Yeah, because everything's so rigid every day, and it's just great to just feel liberated. Absolutely. It's like when you zip line over trees going 60 miles an hour. It's like that same rush. Like, any kind of thing that takes you out of your head, for me, yeah, that takes me out of my head, I love it. That's interesting, you know.
0: That's why, you know, when I was learning all about whitewater kayaking and stuff like that and extreme skiing, like, that's what those people love about it. Because there's, like, when you're ziplining, say, but there's, um, you're just so locked in. I'm all like, adrenaline, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you have to concentrate. Well, what I've been reading about performance is it's the same deal. Like, um, people say, um, oh, man, to get up in front of a crowd is really frightening. But people who end up enjoying it they say yeah I feel my nerves but that actually gives me energy mm-hmm. and it caught in when you're up you could be up all night the night before a performance and it wouldn't affect you because there'd be so much energy getting up on stage and you'd be locked in
1: yeah focus I can see that yeah, yeah. I was super nervous the first time I told you with acting class but now I go up there and even though I'm a little nervous it right you do you it makes you focus you know yeah it's pretty good right so we get nervous before these
0: would that help our performance (laughs) we should try it next time um but uh one thing that i used to really worry about and i'll worry about again is like just getting up there and fucking blanking out you know what i mean just blanking out in front of like a couple hundred people like where was i but that's everyone's fear yeah but it's sort of like there's something that happens when you're up there there's some part of it that causes... It's sort of intoxicating, for one thing. And it causes me to feel like, you know, fuck... fuck the, I feel like a little more relaxed than yeah. maybe I'm when I'm just talking to a couple people, sometimes. Versus... I feel like when I'm in... With the times that I've gotten uh, to be in front of a room full of strangers and there's a microphone, I've actually grown lately to feel more relaxed about it than I am making small talk on my way over the post office with certain Why? types of people. What do you attribute that to? I think there's something about being up there that's sort of like, well, here goes nothing. You know, it's like kind of intoxicating. Right. There's, so it's like there's a there's a line through all this shit that we've been talking about. A couple beers, zip lining, whitewater kayaking. It's like, I don't know, it's sort of like it elevates you or it takes you out of your mundane thought process, your everyday. And right. You're like, all right, here we go.
1: Right, it right, it it jazzes up things. Right. It's not your normal ritual that you can literally do in your sleep. Yeah. It's actually something different that makes you rise to the occasion. Right.
0: There are fucking times when I'm just talking and having a, a conversation with someone on my way to the gym where there's a second voice in my head and I'm like, Did I just fucking say that? Did I just like make that comment about the weather or did I disagree about the Patriots? I don't even watch the fucking Patriots anymore, but I'm like I'm just like an automaton. Like, I actually just want to go to the gym. I don't really, I'm not here talking to you. I'm just going to say these things that sound, that check out, and then move on. And yeah. I mean, I think half the time I don't even know I'm doing it. And then sometimes I'm like, did I really just say that? That's so, like, inauthentic. But I, here-
1: I know, a lot of times I just go through the motion every day. I'm like, who just, who just lived this day? Or I'll get home, and I'm like, how did I just get home? You just don't think about it. You just do it. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I right, it's too it's kind of demoralizing cuz you just feel like you're going through life like a zombie, so it's really exciting to do something new and like forcing you to really put yourself outside your comfort zone, right? Absolutely. I mean, I'm so
0: glad we're talking this way because you can kind of forget that shit. And that's and that's all that these like these things, like it's easier not to do this shit.
1: Right, safe. It's like I I fall into that constantly like uh, go home be nice and safe and whatever but it, it's it, there's nothing to it right it's not really living you know it's just safe and
0: easy right like there's no effort uh, and therefore it's not going to be remembered like I I think it's I mean, even fucking times we've we've said, all right, let's make a plan. Let's go out to the Berkshires and go hiking or let's go up north. Like, I remember that shit. It took a little more effort to plan that shit. It yeah. wasn't risky or anything like
1: that, but those are memorable. Those even are Jim went with us. Remember? Man. The, the hike with Claude when he he went up to the girls that were like on a soccer team or something. Jim wasn't he... on that one, though. Oh, he wasn't? No.
0: Kevin was. Oh, right. Okay. But Jim went up north with us with Freitas. Right. It was a great time. Right, 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 right. Okay, so now I want to ask you a question. So let's say that um, it meant something to you to try to get Jim to try a, a gummy.
1: Okay. How would you go about doing that? Well, listen, I don't care about... I just... the it wouldn't That wouldn't matter to me. It would mean something to me to see Jim like actually try something fun and new to let himself do something that maybe is just different like what we were just talking about, right? Like he's just in his ritual non-stop. And I get that. I'm not judging him on it, I guess a little, just that it'd be fun as a friend to see him just do something crazy and just liberate and and see him like not judge himself for it. You yeah. know? So I would never slip a gummy or slip him an edible, although I was curious, like, if he did, would he even have any reaction? Would he just have the same look and feeling? Like, is he just, you know, like, uh, immune to any kind of fun? Right. I mean, I
0: could definitely see one of two scenarios. The first one goes like this. He takes the edible and then he tells us 35 minutes later after looking at his watch, this is stupid. It's done nothing. (laughs) And the other scenario is he's like Jim in Taxi, where he has like the Pop Brownie, and he's like this erudite... Is that the guy's name? The crazy guy in yeah, Taxi? Yeah, yeah, Did you see the origin story of Jim being like a total mess in his head? Yeah. The Taxi Jim? Yeah. Okay, so it was the fucking funniest sitcom premise I've ever seen. I loved it, because you get to know Jim as like the stoner guy, the... But then they go all the way back and they show you that like before he was that way, he was like straight-laced. Straight totally straight-laced. Yeah, so awesome. Totally learned, going places. Yeah. And then there's this moment where he actually tries pot or a brownie or I forget, we'll have to look it up on YouTube. And he fucking goes off the rails forever. That's awesome. Yeah. Like so if 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 we went up north with Jim and and somehow we coaxed him into having a second beer and then maybe, Jim, why don't you try those brownies over there? Like,
1: Well, he would never do it, but if it actually happened, I wonder if he would just be like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like kind of a, a solemn giggle. Right. You know. And then I'd put
0: on the Franz Wright poetry.
1: Oh, well, they don't know about that. No, they don't. Okay, that's they'll just do... Well, well, Franz Wright was, right, you had some kind of like really depressing we're going up to the mountain to hike and you had this really depressing guy that, I don't know if he was scatting or where there's like music in the background like jazzy and he was saying all this depressing shit and we're like ugh, why are we listening to this? Oh, you didn't love it? I hated it. Why did you like Franz Wright again? Just because you met him. Yeah, but I liked his I liked his
0: writing, too. I did. But how did you get introduced to him? Just happenstance? Um, how did I get introduced to Franz Wright? I went to a, a poetry reading where he was reading, and it was hilarious because he got so angry at everybody. <laughs> and he started berating people who walked in late. It was unbelievable. Sounds like
1: that could be, like, Jim's mentor. That would be Jim at the open mic for comedy. I think Jim on open mic would be, like if it was a five minute story it'd be five minutes of pure silence You would just stare everyone down for five minutes and then he would as soon as they say your time's up he would just walk off the stage and right out of the bar oh here's Frank Wright it becomes available like I remember being young and thinking having lying
0: all the time like it's like comes from like suffering or something it's bullshit I mean it comes from having fun like you can suffer. Life is suffering all the time. I mean, it's it's like... You, it's this road that goes off from that where you're like back
1: in the state. Yeah, no. I don't think that did... It did nothing for me. I don't know if it will do anything for whoever's listening to this okay. to die for, Dan. Okay. But I think we covered like a very straight kind of premise tonight that was good. What did we cover? Well liberate how you liberate yourselves with different things that are out of the norm and where Jim refuses to do so (laughs) although we would like him to right would you like to see him do that
0: he just sent us a text he said he'll not be able to make dinner are you kidding me no more the same huh I'll just go home you don't want to ever have dinner with me alone Exactly. Well, well, with that, that's episode 13 of the What Is Jim Thinking podcast. We'll see you next time. See you guys.
1: No, I can't. I almost, like, honestly am relieved that he has to. I almost kind of want to just fucking go home. It's so gross out.